Hello there, this is Susan H. with The Leader's World and we are here for another uh, wonderful episode. Why is it this special? It's this special because we have two special guests in the studio with us. And our first guest is Dr. Rukewe Ojimogo. He is a medical doctor and a certified speaker, trainer, and coach with the Maxwell Leadership Team, and he's a development specialist as well. He's a behavioral uh, consultant um, certified with the DISC Maxwell of um, DISC training. He is a contributing writer to biblicalleadership.com. He is a physician, medical doctor at Windsor University School of Medicine based on the beautiful island of St. Keys and Nevis. He is the director of the university's health-based community service outreach and the student's Students for Health organization, which regularly offers free health screenings to the Federation's citizens. He is also a Doctor of Transformational Leadership student at the uh, Beke Graduate University, Texas. He is deeply passionate about transformational leadership development because he firmly believes in the Maxwell leadership philosophy that everything rises and falls on leadership. And it takes teamwork to make the dream work. In addition to transformational leadership, Dr. Rukeway is passionate about personal growth, mindset development, and living a life of audacious faith based on the word of God. Apart from that, what else does he do? Well, he's a fitness enthusiast and he loves connecting with people ladies and gentlemen join me please welcome to the studio dr okay you're welcome sir thank you so much thank you so much as an etcher it's a pleasure and an honor to be with you today thank you it's beautiful i've been waiting for this day and yes the day finally came i'm so happy you're here ladies and I'm gentlemen so that's 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 not all what we have for you in store today and the next uh, our next guest is somebody you've met before he is not a stranger to the show. He is Adegoke Omotola. He is the CEO of First Degree Consulting. He is the author of Customer Retention and Experiential Approach and Practical Selling Skills. He is a speaker, a conference speaker, international uh, speaker um, on Inc. platforms in South Africa. He is a former banking um, executive. He is... Um, also someone who um, speaks um, at various platforms, apart from the ones that we've mentioned. He is married with children. Oh, he, of course, his education is very, very elaborate. Um, an MBA, an MSc in property violation, uh, valuation law, a BSc in finance, and so many other certifications, um, including being a trainer with the Zig Ziglar Corporation, uh, the Maxwell Leadership Team, and a host of others. I know you want to meet him, right? Yes, and with us in the studio today is Adekoke Omotola. Welcome, sir. Thank you so much, Susan, and great to meet you, Rukewa. Thank you. Great, great to meet you, it's too. It's beautiful, beautiful, beautiful to meet you, gentlemen. Today we are going to be looking at the um, a special topic that I know that, uh, it, I mean, it, it's a heartbeat of organizations, and that's organizational culture. And we'll be right back. For your corporate and personal needs, 
Leaders World Institute, changing lives one leader at a time. Leadership and organizational culture. Hmm. How relevant is this conversation, um, Dr. Rukewe? How 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 relevant is this conversation? Well, once again, I want to say thank you, Susan, and uh, uh, it's a pleasure meeting you and meeting my dear brother, Mr. Adikuki. Workplace culture is is important because um, I, I love this definition of Forbes, if I may, that says that workplace culture is the shared values, belief systems, attitudes, and the set of assumptions that people in the workplace have. Every place has a culture. A family has a culture. A business has a culture. And the culture of a workplace would go a long way in determining the caliber of people that you attract to the organization. It will determine if they stay with you. It will determine if they go. It will determine what the company is able to achieve, but on the short term and on the long term. It's going to determine the mental and emotional health of the people. It, it affects everything, everything, because the workplace and um, culture is, is like the environment in which the business thrives. Thank you. Hmm. That was my next question. And I'll go to Sir Adego King, workplace culture. What is this whole thing all about? How relevant is it? Well, if I can write on the definition of my brother, you know, it's about the, the values, the beliefs and the behaviors in that organization. And it's about also, um, you know, attracting and retaining top talent. You mm. know, the, the, the vehicle basically is about the culture you know, um, the workplace culture. If the culture is right, uh, you're able to attract the right people. And uh, it helps also in terms of employee morale and job satisfaction as well. Uh, but if there's a disconnect, you find that even when you retain, you attract, you are not able to retain uh, the right set of people. They just leave as they come in. So Adek, okay, you said if the culture is right, you're able to attract the right people. What is the yeah. right culture? And who are these right people? Well, well, it's it's about, you know, having the right, you know, the right mindset in terms of goals, in terms of communication, in terms of also um, the leadership, uh, walking the talk. Um, you know, you can say this, you know, this is your culture about leadership. You can say you, you are passionate about people, but if you're not able to walk the talk, uh, then it leads to a loss, you know, attrition, you know, in terms of people that you, you get on board. Uh, so you need to be able to walk the talk, uh, you know, and it's it's also very important. Uh, this culture also evolves as time goes on. You find that, you know, with COVID, the culture in um, most organizations, you know, we've had hybrid, you know, in terms of also, um, in terms of the skill sets, uh, even for us as speakers, we've had to acquire new skills, into, you know, to keep ourselves ahead of the curve. So um, I think it's it's not something you put in a box or it evolves, but that's also what makes you also uh, attract and retain the right kind of people. You know, mm. as you set your vision, you continue to tweak, you know, uh, recalibrate as you go along. So mm -hmm. you're the mic, thanks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're 
<laughs> we just want to sit here listening to you. This was so good. Listen, friends, if you're watching, oh, listen, go call somebody. Send the link to somebody, okay? Watch it with your friends. Watch it with your colleagues. The ones you like, even those ones you don't like that much. Okay. And <laughs> let us know what you learned from Sir Adeguke and Dr. Rikiwe in the comments, all right? And um, we'll, be we'll be sure to respond to you. And if you have questions, yes, you can ask your questions and we'll try to respond to those questions as well. You talked about um, the, the culture uh, evolving, and I'm curious if that's what Dr. Rukewe is also thinking about, this whole culture thing in organizations. Does it, does it evolve like that? Yes, it, it does. And especially organizations that want to remain relevant. They, they have they have to evolve with the time. Um, for instance, he made reference to Corona. One another thing Corona brought to limelight was um, the importance of mental health. Today, mental health has mental health has increasingly become important. Um, and and companies that because part of having a good organization um, organizational culture is that the company has structures and systems in place to cater for the wellness and the mental well-being of their of, of, of their of their of their employees. And I can assure you that companies that don't give a crap about the mental health of their employees and even go the extra mile to burden them emotionally and psychologically. The employees don't stay there. It's just a matter of time before they will walk away. So yes, there, there has been lots of you know evolution. For instance, they talked about the hybrid. Um, today, many companies uh, they still maintain the hybrid structure. Some companies today have increased. They have had to give. Um, being deliberate about giving time offs to their to their employees, paid leaves. All right, I, I was reading about this. It bubble that within in twenty twenty one bubble literally. Um, declared a month of wellness and that one month they told all their employees to switch off their phones and just go off the radar okay wow. so so yeah you you have to they are currently they have been testing this for four work day um four work day um stuff and i think in the uk um they're trying some companies are trying to see how they can reduce it from five days to four days just to give people time to you know, relax on wine. I'm curious, did you have any follow-up on that? Like, did they have any positive results um, and have, like, any results that they had not had before because of that? I'm curious, were you able to go into the research and find out? I have, I, well, I have not gotten deep into the research, but but from what I gathered, some companies, uh, what I, I read on the surface, some, com um, the companies, some of the companies who tried this, they noticed an increase in productivity. Mm. And so some companies are even planning to because they were supposed to do it for a pilot period of time right. and some of the companies are planning to retain it as a practice hmm. so from that alone i believe they are getting some positives but hmm. i've not gotten deep into the research but i know that from the way things are going there's so much so much so many evolutions around these hmm. corona changed so many things and corona made it obvious that many of the things you make workers do in a physical location they could actually do it at home you know so um even though one is not advocating for stay at home full time but one of the things that has changed is the possibility of having hybrid hybrid structures in organization and especially paying attention to the mental health and the well-being of your staff. Thank you. I mean, being a medical doctor, I I, I feel you, doctor, that you're coming <laughs> from that space of oh, we yeah. don't want people rushing to the hospital for stuff that they could have avoided Avoid by it. just taking care of themselves. And uh, mm -hmm. I, I, like, you know about this, uh, is it TGIF? Thank God it's Friday syndrome. Of exactly. People, yeah, like people going to work and just dreading it and Mondays being, uh, sir, a day, okay, what, what do you think about what 
workplace culture and the TGIF syndrome? Well, I mean, uh, TGIF, I mean, thank God it's Friday. It's also, I think it's also uh, evolved, you know, it comes from that place of wanting the people to also uh, uh, be more relaxed and be more productive as well. Because, uh, you know, they're so, you know, even in uh, Nigeria, there's a governor that just came in. One of the states, he said, it's going, every Friday they're going to have happy hour. You know, after work, you know, people would take drinks and, you know, and he has become more popular, you know. So it's called the RPR governor, you know. You know. Um, so, I mean, the, you know, it's called... Who sponsors? Who sponsors the happy hour? The, the, the governor, yeah, yeah. And they also give incentives to uh, companies that, you know, do, you know, do follow suit, you know, and uh, yeah. Uh, just to make the people more productive, you know, just to encourage them. And uh, I, I think all those things come from a place of uh, feedback mm. where you realize that as you push yeah. your people, um, it's also good to, uh, you know, feel the pulse of the people. Mm. Uh, you, when you drive them and drive them and they're unable to work, mm. you know, what happens to the produ productivity? Mm -hmm. I mean, when we talk about uh, leaders, you know, the five levels of leadership, you talk about position, you talk about permission, you talk about production, people right. development. And, you know, it's it's very instructive that even as in, you know, uh, in the quest to, to get more, you have to be concerned about people. People don't mm -hmm. care how much you know until they know how much you know care. How much you care as yes, leaders, if you have a, you know, I talked about compassionate leadership before we came on, you know, if you're compassionate, um, as a leader, uh, it's also that that's what trickles down into TGIF. You know, mm -hmm. uh, thank God it's Friday. You encourage the people to go and relax, unwind, and uh, you get more from them. Yeah, so mm -hmm. that's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Um, um, I'm, I'm looking at some points which I've already, guys, I hope you're writing. Let us know in the comments what are you picking up from Sir Adegoke and from Dr. Rukewe. Okay, I'm writing down a lot and I got like uh, Dr. Uh, no, Sir Adegoke, you mentioned, you're the one that mentioned about the right mindset and the need for clear goals and communication and walking the talk. Like you, you just had a lot to say, but you stopped somewhere because you were like, mm, let me have yeah, well, I think even the speakers, what we, we need to realize is not is not the length of time that you talk, but, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's what you're able to say within a very short time so that inspires you know, those who are listening and they're able to come, you know, is they have a teachable moment where they're mm -hmm. able to connect with themselves. So we're not just coming here to speak and sound very high, you know, you know, use very high uh, adjectives, <laughs> but we want to also touch and bring about transformation. So that's oh, why yeah. I try to pause, you know. So, oh, yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm coming to you, uh, Dr. Okewe, with these um, these, these points that uh, Sir Adegoke mentioned about goals, communication, walking the talk. Remember, we are talking organizational culture, workplace culture. Uh, maybe you're somebody that's leading a a volunteer organization, or you're just leading maybe a team to, mm -hmm. um, 
to 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 an excursion how how does this all play out with walking the talk communication um goals uh dr rukewe all right thank you so much i'm susan yes so uh for instance, one of the organizations I lead is a volunteer organization. It's okay. a, it's a, yeah, the Students for Health uh, is a community service initiative of the school to give back to the community. Um, so we go out, we train volunteers uh, to to uh, on basic health skills like how to take blood pressure, how to take um, blood sugar levels, how to do BMI, how to do counseling, and things like that. And in that organization, because it's a volunteer organization, you can't really force anyone. Come, the goals matter a lot. The, the 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 values matter a lot. For instance, they know that they, they they know that this organization exists to give back to the community on one hand, and on the other hand, it helps them to build their skills. And because they have a clear vision of what the organization is for, they they, they can they can assess when they are walking in line and when they are walking out of line. Mm. And 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 they, they, they can determine if their values as future physicians aligns with this organization. Is this what they want to do? Is this what they want to be known for? Is this what they want to have on their CV? So the goal is clear. We are not existing because we want to help to sweep the, com the, the community. We're not existing because we want to take pictures. We, 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 we have a clear code. When we come, we come to give free health. We come to give free health screening. And so because they know that they're not all over the place, and when they come, they know that they have specialized things that they're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Then there's the issue of communication. Yes. In addition to the volunteers, I have my assistants that I work with. You need to, if your workplace culture, if you go to have a good workplace culture, Everybody needs to know what is happening. The last thing you want to have in an organization is where people are kept in the dark. You start creating segments, all right? You have companies where it's like everybody has a clique. They admin, they have their clique. They're among the workers, you have your clique. And it's very terrible. I've been in an organization where communication is bro was broken down. Like nobody knows what is happening. Sometimes a new staff comes into the place and you, 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 nobody even cares to tell you you have a new staff. You literally just walk into somebody and then... Hey, hi, how are you? Who are you? Oh, I teach here. Like, seriously, when did you come? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, when you have that kind of breakdown in communication, there is no sense of belonging. And then what mm. happens is everybody begins to do what they want to do. Like they say in the Bible, like the, the word of God said, everybody's either doing what was right in their own eyes. If there is no communication, how do I know? what the values of your company is. How do I know when I'm falling out of line? If there is no feedback, there is no communication from the top, how do I know when I need to improve? You understand? Mm -hmm. So going back to my organization is something I do also at the organization. Everybody knows what is happening. Everybody knows when they are in line and when they are falling out. We have parameters in place. And, and, mm -hmm. and there's always frequent communication, even with my assistant. So everybody has a sense of belonging. It, it's not the organization. It is my organization. It's our organization. And... To God's glory, by the grace of God, this is one of God. Today, in fact, this semester, the admin had to ask me for a way to cut down on the volunteers because what they said happening was too much retention. Last semester, we had over 50 volunteers. People come, they don't want to go. They, they want, want to stay. There. They want to stay. And when more people come in, they and there's we have a system where the previous volunteers mentor the other volunteers. So there is so much onboarding go, on wow. board, on going on. So that is communication aspect. We need to wow. have communication. Wow. And then the last part he talked about was walking the talk. Yes. <laughs> wow. The 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 single most important currency of a leader is trust. When you lose your trust as a leader, you have lost mm. your authority to lead.
I don't care who you are, whether you're a pastor, you are, you are leading a volunteer organization, you are leading the school, you're leading the business. Mm -hmm. One of the tenets of a good workplace culture is less blame and more accountability. Wow. When leaders, uh, like Dr. John Maxwell said, our, our, our leadership teacher will say, um, you should hold yourself to a higher standard than you hold others. Be mm -hmm. hard on yourself and be easy on others. Wow. I can't tell you, for instance, we should be on time. Like one thing I teach them at the organization is if we say we're starting by four, you are late if you are there by four. You should be there before four. Wow. All right. Okay. So I can't tell you that. And I am strolling by five minutes past four and I'm expecting you to understand. Ain't nobody going to understand because like we are also taught, like Dr. John Maxwell will say, people do what people see. You can say all you want to say. Um, Ralph Emerson said that your actions speak so loud, I can barely hear what you're saying. So in a good workplace culture, the leader is the one who determines. You determine the environment. If you want people to be respectful, you have to be respectful. If you want your people to come early, you should come early. If you believe that people should grow them, they should be invested in personal growth, they should see you invested in personal growth. If you are not walking the talk as a leader, you are going to break down the entire organization. And it's going to become toxic eventually. And people are just going to just, you know what, let him do his own thing. I'll do my own thing. Oh, let wow. me rest my case. Let me rest my case oh, here. Wow. Thank you so much. Don't we just want to sit here and listen to this? Why <laughs> this am is, I not? Why am I, I, not? I, I, I think Rukewa is a professor of leadership. Uh, no, 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 please, please. Let's not start this. Uh, let us leave. We already told you before we came on here. Tell, yeah. Leave us to live long. Oh. Don't say that. <laughs> anyway, for those who understand what I just said, okay, that's fine. If you did not, it's okay. You can you, you, you can check back, you know, later on, you know, and I'll let you know, you know, um, uh, sir, I, get, I think okay said something before we came live, you know, about, you know, wanting to learn from us. And we, in our respectful African style, we were like, said, <laughs> let us live long ago. Don't say that, you know, because we are big and huge on on, on, on respect like that. Um, but th this is so profound and this is so deep. And, I, and, I, and I, was, I was almost saying that I'm finding it hard to walk away from this. It's like there is something we, we need to digest as far as this whole walking the talk and 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 this whole um uh, um faucet that that uh sir adegoke opened us to us about the mindset and the goals and the communication and the walking the talk i just feel like this this there is still something we need to tap into i'm not just able to walk away from this so adegoke i'm coming back to you did you want to dig more into what you started <laughs> and talk more to us on this, especially from your own experience as a leader um, and, as, and as somebody that speaks to leaders um, nationally and internationally, sir. Well, um, I, I think, um, you know, as a leader, you know, um, in, in the past few years, even as I have also evolved, you know, um, one, one thing I've realized is that, um, you know, you can't give what you don't have. Um, you know, in, in an environment where there's going to be growth, even leaders have to be learning, you know. Uh, if you're not reading, you know, your leadership would also be, um, be you know, uh, almost getting weaker and weaker. In the last uh, few, you know, since I, I came on your show the last time, I've had to 
go on different trainings, uh, very intensive, wow. expose myself to more accountability, um, expose myself also to um, learning from my, you know, direct reports. Uh, because, you know, it's, it's, it's tough out there. Um, you know, when you want to walk the talk, it's a combination of so many things. Uh, employee engagement, uh, and, you know, really engage your, your team members. Know what is happening to them personally in their lives. You know, it's not just about saying, oh, uh, we have this culture, you know, goals, we have, you know, productivity, but do you really know them? Which I talked about production, then people development, mm. you know. Um, one of the things that about the horse is that the horse can be very skittish, you know, it makes noise and so on and so forth. I'm so sorry, uh, but, you know, if, if, the, um, if you want to make sure that the horse uh, is not skittish. You have to have one hand on the horse and uh, also have one hand, you know, doing something else. Mm -hmm. Why do you have one hand on the horse? You want to make sure that the horse knows that you're there. Mm -hmm. Even as a leader, don't disconnect from your people. Always engage them, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and you get their trust, just like uh, Rukewe said. You know, and to end your, the trust of your people, uh, it's something you have to do on a daily basis. Just because they trusted you yesterday doesn't mean they're going to trust you today. Mm -hmm. So you have to, the tone from the top has to be very authentic. They watch your body language. They watch your communication. They watch, you know, your consistency. They watch, you know, the vision, how you're able to straight, stay true. So it's a combination of so many things. So how do you engage your people? You know, come down to their level. You know, not about sounding very high. You know, share your share your failure stories. Be vulnerable. You know, let them know that even when they fail, that's not the end of the world. That you know, the opportunity to recalibrate, to be given a second chance, is always there. You know, so I just hear the mic. There's so much. You know, <laughs> I'm so and we're coming back. Just, just, just. Can you please just pause? Please do not stop. Just pause for us, and you're going to continue exactly from there. Because while you were talking, I was having questions in my mind, and before I'm asked asking a question in my head, you're answering the question. Like, I was like in my head, like, oh, isn't this like too much, asking for too much from a mere mortal? Uh, and then you started answering the question about, hey, let them know that you are also a human being and you're growing and you're vulnerable. For us to give time for you to breathe, sir, um, Adegoke, um, Dr. Rukewe, how easy is it to establish a beautiful workplace culture that let employees actually want to remain even when they have the opportunity to leave. Mm. Okay, uh, let me start with this quote by Johan um, Goet that says everything is first hard before it is easy. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not easy, it's, but it's workable. Okay. Mm. Um, the second thing I'm going to say is it is also tied to the peculiarity of that leadership system. Mm -hmm. Not every leader would be successful at creating a good workplace culture. 
And the reason why I say that is I need to know what has been happening in the organization before. If that leader has broken or lost the trust of his people, it is going to be a challenge trying to generate a good workplace culture. Mm -hmm. That said, um, how do you go about it? It starts from the leader. It always starts from the top because everything mm -hmm. rises and falls on leadership. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a progressive thing. For it, there are different qualities of, 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 of a good workplace culture. And so the leader can start with one thing. It could be positive working relationships where you encourage your people. And you, of course, you are going to walk the talk as always. You come to the hospital, people should enjoy working with each other. I'm not saying you should be the best of friends. I don't want you, you, you I mean, practically speaking, we cannot all be besties, but there should be this atmosphere of positivity. I come, I see you. I should genuinely say, good morning. How are you doing today? There should be this desire to want to help each other. All right. So you can start with that, that positive working environment where everyone looks out for everyone. Another thing is um, employee benefits. The leader could decide to take on that as well. And this is going to require feedback where you sit down with your colleagues, you sit down with your employees, you sit down with your teammates and you ask them, OK, this is what's up. We, we want to we want to give back to you as a company. What are beneficial things we could do? It could be health insurance. It could be life insurance. It may not even be so 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 massive like that. It could be timeout, where you as a as a company every weekend or every other two weeks you you arrange a social gathering for your staff just to appreciate them, just to show them that you care. A, a, a gathering where you are not talking about business, you're not talking about schoolwork, you're not talking about official work. You're just talking about your families. You come with your families. You come with your loved ones. You bond. So so these are some practical things leaders can do. But the starting point is you are seeing about it and you're going to take it step by step they're like 13 pillars regarding having a positive workplace culture and it's not something you're going to do overnight but it's something you can do over time another thing i could talk about for instance is is um, employee recognition that is another um tenet of a good workplace culture where you as a leader you decide that okay going forward you are going to set up systems and structures in place where you are going to recognize and appreciate openly the work of your employees. That in itself is going to increase productivity, is going to boost their morale. It's just knowing that the little thing I do, and that when I'm saying appreciate employees, not just the ones, the higher ops, it could be your janitor. It could be the security guard, the best security guard for the month. Right, just that everybody just has this sense. So the bottom line is, it's a step-by-step -step process. It is not something you can do overnight but it's something you can do over time. Like Zig Ziglar said, you cannot change your destination overnight, but you can change your direction overnight. All right, so so it's workable, but the leader is going to take a step-by-step -step process, look at the 13 pillars of a good workplace culture and itemize them, and then get employee feedback, get feedback from your mates. Um, so that let me, let me like <laughs> my senior colleague will say, let me, let me catch my breath. <laughs> let me, let me okay, okay, friends, listen, Dr. Okewe and Sir Adig, okay, they are bringing gold. You all see that. Like, they are not holding back on anything. You need to let them know what you're learning from them. And we're going to put their information in the chat as well. You can connect and drink more from their wells. And we'll be right back. For your corporate and personal needs. Ladies World Institute, changing lives, one leader at a time.
It is the Leaders World brought to you by Leaders World Institute. And today we have Sir Adego K, who is with us. He's no stranger to the show. And we have Dr. Rukiwe, who is joining us and just uh, spewing out all these gems of gold everywhere. And thank you so much, gentlemen. Um, we are looking at leadership and organizational culture leadership and organizational culture and um I'm, I'm just i'm just like looking synthesizing in my brain and trying to to look at where i, I should take off from here but sir adegoke talked about the tone the body language being authentic and i'm thinking okay what are some of those strategies and 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 dr rikewe told us that hey you you can actually um you can change your destination um, instantly, but you can change your direction instantly. Um, so what are some of those strategies that we could actually use to improve workplace culture? Let's say there's somebody that's working, uh, that, that's working with a team. And right now they're looking and they're wondering, hmm, I don't really know where to go next. Uh, maybe they are thriving already, but they want to up their game or maybe things are really rough and they're wondering how they can unravel this and make it posit a positive um, um, outcome for themselves. How do, what would you say, sir? Are they okay? Well, I just want to speak also to uh, diversity and inclusion, you know. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You know, um, I, I believe that even in organizations, you have different levels. Um, you know, you have different generations. You know, um, you have the Gen Z, you have the millennials, you have the alpha, you have the baby boomers. <laughs> so you can have five generations working in an organization. So how do you manage? You know, so you have to raise the bar you mm. know, to be able to work in. You know, with different uh, generations, be able to. Uh, be creative and not leave anyone behind, you know, and that's one thing about leadership. And when you also look at diversity, you know, I, I, I think for, in terms of the women folk, you know, um, what, how, you know, what's the representation of women, you know, even in your organization, you know, if, um, you know, there's some organizations that don't really give women that opportunity, uh, for example, if um, you know you find a situation when someone is not allowed to have more than one child and says oh two can be a burden you know so you shouldn't have too many children so that's that's um that's not that's not gender sensitive you know you have to incorporate that as well and also the workplace culture uh those who are physically challenged you know what's what's your you know what's what's your strategy in terms of also access to uh, your 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 environment, you know, uh, the building has been adapted to help have access, you know, to the physically challenged. You know, I can go on and on. You know, let me just yield the mic. <laughs> <laughs> and every time you're saying. Let me just heal the mic. That's when we are like, yes, go in deeper. Give us some more. Okay. All yeah, right. because, you know, we have a limited time of, you know, we have a limited time. So by the time, you know, even as speakers, we have to be conscious of time. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I see you're practicing the compassionate leadership thing on us yeah. here on yeah. the show. And I don't know if we're liking it or we are you not. Know, but I guess you know, just the, the, the area of diversity and inclusion, if we speak about it, we could mm. be here for three hours, you know. So I just mm. said I should highlight. Mm. 
Dr. Ruke, we come. Uh, yes. Can we talk more about um, maybe the strategies for improving workplace culture? Okay. Um, I will just add a little more to what my senior colleague has said. Why are you um, saying senior? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to call you professor. Yeah, they want to call you professor. So, <laughs> um, okay, so another, thing, another thing I will add is, uh, I'll just add a couple of points. Um, there is accessible leadership teams. Okay. Yes. Uh, uh, this lady, let me see if I can get her name, Colleen Rian. She said that there are two types of accessibility when it comes to leadership. Um, there is the active accessible leadership and there is the passive accessible leadership. Mm -hmm. The active accessible leadership is where leaders actively go and meet their employees and ask them, what are we doing well? What are we not doing well? How can we improve? They don't wait for the employees to come. They literally meet me. And I'm fortunate to work in the school. The school I work here, the academic dean, he does it a lot. In fact, sometimes we try to avoid him. I hope he's not listening to this. <laughs> if he meets you in the cafeteria, for instance, he wants to speak with you and just chat you up. How are you doing? How's work? I mean, how are the students? How are your new students? How are they catching up? How are they understanding? You know, and is it burden? Is it is it burden too much? Is has the workload for you? You know that, or there is the passive leadership um, accessibility, where you have companies having this open door policy. You can come to me at any time if you have any issue. Okay. The bottom line is one one thing that could improve workplace um, um culture is leaders should make themselves more accessible to their team. Uh, like Dr. John Maxwell would say, be far enough to inspire your team. But don't be too far enough that you can feel their pulse. And when people, when the people that you lead know, like uh, my like my brother here, Mr. Adekoki said, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. When your when your people, when your teammates, when your employees know that you really care about them, they know that they have a leader who can go over and beyond. They know that you are sincere in, in what you do for them. They will go over and beyond for you as well. And it's just going to go into the organization. It's going to become a because as a leader, you literally define the culture by what you do and what you don't do. So that is one thing I will say. Another thing I will add is um, more innovation, um, strategies for improving workplace culture. This is where you pretty much you tell your team, okay, this is the vision of the place. This is this is what we have as a vision. Yes. But then you give them the autonomy to be creative. I mean, you don't micromanage them. Like nobody wants to be micro, well, there are exceptions, but you should trust your team members enough to allow them fail and learn from their failures. Mm -hmm. Like you should create a culture where failing is not penalized. You should fail forward. You should allow them make mistakes. And they, once you create that culture of, of, of you know, they should be able to know that, okay, I, I have the room to innovate, to create things, and I'm not going to be penalized. I, I can fail confidently. And instead of being penalized, I am going to be encouraged. I am going to be improved. That's what is helping the likes of Facebook and all these mega, mega giants. Not one man has a monotony of knowledge, but you create a room where people can try. Right? And one more point so that I don't take the whole time. Let me add this one um less blame and more accountability all right where there is a culture of blame there is a culture of fear when you create this culture where well it's, it's kind of similar to, but it's another tenet of, of a workplace culture where you create a culture where people they're always going to be blamed you for any little thing you do 
so they, they 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 live in this constant fear that i may do something that may upset right, right. higher ups right you, you you risk having yes men people who you, you literally kill the creativity of your company when you have that kind of system uh, so so a leader should another thing you should do is try to blame your people less and be more accountable to them let it be a system of accountability not just for the people but for you the leader they should see that you are answerable to someone um, let me not use to, away, not, not to interrupt but but to uh, come back to you with um something i've i've noticed and that i've been, I've been reading into uh, recently about how leaders are more prone to micromanage when the workers when the employees are not very competent so the leader is like pushed to actually come into their space and want to like be over their shoulder to ensure mm. that uh, they are doing what they are supposed to be doing. Um, how 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 can that situation? Let's say you have a new employee, you are not very sure of what they are able to do yet. Uh, how can you handle it in a way that they don't feel like they are they are they are being washed in a threatening way, or um, you're getting into the blame thing with them? How how can you supervise without uh, micromanaging? Mm, beautiful. <laughs> That's one of the challenges again of leadership. Um, but it starts with it starts why again part of the what part of the um requirements for a good workplace culture, like my brother said, is having clear goals and vision, mm. which your new employees should know right before they're employed. Mm. And then there is the onboarding process where which is part again of a good workplace culture. When you get a new employee, what system do you have in place? to get them, you know, hit the ground running? Oh, do yes. you have a training? Do you have something mm. like an orientation? Mm. If your company is a computer-based company, do they, do they have the training where they know how to use the systems in place? Mm -hmm. And then they, after that is in place, because they already know what your expectation is, you should have already let them know what your expectation is. Some companies even go ahead to tell you that within the first three months, within the first six months, this is what we expect you should have known. Mm -hmm. And so if within that time frame you have not met the milestone, mm -hmm. you should expect that I am going to watch over you. I am going mm -hmm. to check what you're doing. Now, mm -hmm. that said, if an employee, after all you have done, is not still giving you what you want, mm -hmm. it's one of two things. It's either that employee is mismatched with the position. They mm -hmm. are doing something they are not really passionate for, in which case you need to have a conversation with the employee and see if you will have to probably re assign them okay. if that opportunity is there or you have to let them know what your expectations are or maybe it could be that you the leader you have become too fearful because there are leaders who are so tight-fisted they have they have this perfectionism mentality if it is not the way i want it's not the best way and maybe you as a leader you have to because there are people when you begin to micromanage them they will leave the work for you Mm. And okay, you want to do your thing, just do it yourself. Mm. And in that case, they will not be giving you their best. So it's mm. one of two things. So if you have done everything you should and the, and the employee is not performing according to standards, it's time to have a conversation. It's mm -hmm. either that employee is mismatched with the position, they are mm. not really fit for it, mm. or maybe you are micromanaging them too much. Mm. Let them know what you expect of them give them the space to do their thing, but let them know that this is the output that I expect of you. Mm -hmm. And if you don't meet this output, there may be some side effects.
Um, sir, sir, Adegoke, can you, can you just um, speak into everything we've been talking about? I know that there are many thoughts that have been coming into your brain uh, as we've been talking and you've been listening to us. Uh, we are looking at um, the strategies and um, uh, this whole micromanaging thing. And what if the employee is incompetent or they are just new in the role and they are struggling? Should you just let them do their thing? What What's the approach that... It is good to, for positive employee of uh, workplace culture building. Well, I, th I think what is also instructive is that what's the recruitment process like, you know, mm -hmm. even when you're onboarding the people? Mm -hmm. um, do you just take in someone because maybe based on sentiments or, you know, there's a proper, you know, assessment that is done at the onboarding level? Mm -hmm. So, which reduces that challenge of uh, competence, you know, to the barest minimum, uh, you know. So, I, I think that that's very, very uh, important. You know, you, what's your recruitment process like, you know, um, in terms of hiring, you know. Uh, so, it helps to uh, give you that sound footing. Then, you know, so when when you hire people. Uh, also, what's the level of training mm -hmm. that's being given, you know, from time to time? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, um, the knowledge that we have, even when you look at us a year from now, are we growing? Mm -hmm. Is there, you know, a personal growth plan mm. you know, uh, for even the employees uh, in terms of their career path? Mm -hmm. You know, the skills that are needed even for them to thrive. Uh, do you continue to help them to gain some clarity. Mm -hmm. And so the issue of micromanaging, if they, they're well equipped, you, you know, there's a module I did in, in the US in 2011. It's called Leading Empower Teams for Service Quality. You know, how empowered are your, your team members? You know, do they have the right skill set, the right mindset? You know, uh, in terms of mentorship, do you have such in place, you know, within your organization? Let me just stop here. You know, there's so much. <laughs> How can employees be active contributors in the culture that they are part of, Dr. Rukowe? Okay. Uh, again, like Dr. John Maxwell will say in his book, um, The 17 Indisputable Laws of Teamwork, mm -hmm. it takes teamwork to make the dream work. You can write all your goals and do whatever it is that you want to do but you, you, your people need to have buy-in into what you plan to do. So for instance, um, let's look at the issue of employee benefits, benefits for the organization. You will need your employees to give you feedback on what benefits would really be beneficial for them. Okay. All right, yeah, you understand? Like you, you can think of many things you want to do, but the majority of the employees, what, what do they think is present? You will need your feedback on that. The issue about having a positive working environment, it's not just a leadership thing. I mean, the leader could be as kind as he wants to be. If your front desk staff is very rude and your security guard doesn't have basic manners, <laughs> it's bad, you understand? So everybody has to walk in. So that's in our, in our way they can contribute to that. So the, everybody has, has a role to play. It could be an innovation, for instance. Okay, yes, the leader could create an environment that's that that that's you know provokes innovation but the team members have to be 
in, interested in innovating things. Okay, so this is how everybody gets, and, and that is why the leader uh, has to, and that's why communication is very important. The leader has to communicate regularly with the people. He has to let them know this is the vision and this is the role you play. It's very important. That's part of communication. Not just letting me know that this is the vision of the company. We want to do X, Y, Z. But you also have to let your employees know how the little thing they do contributes mm. in a huge way to the accomplishment of that vision, of mm. the mission. Many leaders don't do this. And so their employees don't really care. They don't, they don't see how, okay arranging these papers together and sending this email does anything for the company meanwhile it does so much like i tell them here for instance the front desk the person at the front desk she is the face of the school if a prospective student calls the school she's not, that person is not going to speak with the dean first he's going to speak with the front desk and like I tell them, that, that lady in the front desk, she, she can either make or break the school. She can determine if you have 20 admissions next semester or if you have no admissions next semester. You understand? So that is why. And everybody, they need to know. And that's why you also have to appreciate them and let them know that you are doing so much. But then everybody is involved. So this is these are little ways, depending on whatever it is you pick, the employees have a role to play. Wow. So. Thank you so there. much, <laughs> Dr. Rukiwe. This is so good. This is so good, guys. Put it in the chat. What What did you learn? What are you learning? Um, what questions do you have? Uh, sir, Adego, okay, what is the place of uh, maybe employee feedback as far as building this whole positive culture that everybody has a sense of belonging and they, they feel like they're part of the organization and they're also growing and uh, they, while the company is growing? Well, I mean, I think, uh, you know, feedback for any organization that wants to succeed, I think feedback is about 36%, you know, uh, um, in terms of success of any organization. If you don't have any feedback mechanism in place within the organization, then even when feedback is given, are you willing to accept it even as a leader or you take it out on those who have given the feedback and begin to victimize? So uh, you have to be very intentional about feedback and also do surveys, you know, um, you know, have uh, channels, uh, different channels of engagement, you know, either, you know, you have um, via email, it could be through uh, your Instagram page, it could be, you know, uh, touch points, you call them customer touch points. What touch points do you have in terms of uh, extracting, you know, getting feedback from your people? Uh, some, they might not be able to walk up to you, uh, you know, and engage you one-on-one, -on -one, but there must be channels open. And those channels must also be, um, uh, you know, you must also do um you know evaluate you know uh, regularly not just for you to say oh you can drop your feedback anywhere and you know there's a you know pile of feedback and you have not even gone through you know and uh it's just like people just know oh, once they give their feedback nothing happens mm -hmm. it's just the same thing so you have to do evaluation and appraise and really take it you know as an opportunity for you to grow, you know. Um, they're almost like your accountability partners, you know. They, they give you something to work on. Uh, and if that culture is within the organization, uh, the, the organization continues to 
to evolve and um you know you're also like able to like i said uh, retain talent you know within it because they trust you and mm -hmm. say look once we they share their thoughts and uh, he it encourages like uh doctor said dr rukewa said he encourages their uh, creativity and innovation within that organization when you look at the apple apple um you see the iphone 10 12 13 14 you know they get feedback even internally from their sure. people you know and it helps to create a very robust uh, organization i yield the mic thanks <laughs> thank you so much um what are some of the potential challenges we are talking about organizational uh culture building a positive one um th there's a lot that has been said we heard about the 13 pillars i'm just going to research this right after this you know <laughs> what are those th why haven't i heard of them i need to go find out what they are the 13 pillars of workplace culture guys did you well did you, like <laughs> yes doctor you you started yeah, something just... that you didn't finish. Oh, I don't know if you have enough time to finish it here. And and you you've talked about you know the, the need to to align and ensure that your employees are in alignment as far as clarity uh, with what um, the, the goal, the vision of the organization is to 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 avoid clicks and segmentation in the workplace. We've talked about the 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 importance of communication um that building that sense of belonging we've talked about trust we've talked about integrity there is just so much that has been has has been talked about uh, but what are some of those challenges as far as building this workplace culture this positive workplace culture what are some of the potential challenges that we could meet dr rukewe okay um the the, the first one could be uh the first one could be resistance to change. Mm. Yeah. Um, people generally don't like to be changed. Um, and the, 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 the response to change, the first response to any form of change is always resistance, mm -hmm. especially depending on, depending on which aspect of the workplace culture you want to change. For instance, um, if, if, a leader, if a leader wanted to increase employee benefits, um let's say he wants to talk he wants to bring in he wants to um, bring in like medical um and health insurance let's say health insurance into the company he has people to answer to he has stakeholders to answer to he may have this beautiful vision of wanting to make sure that every member every employee in the organization is insured but he has to get the pass of the higher ops he has to get the pass of the investors that could be a challenge in its own self um there is the issue of innovation yes the leader could create an environment that brings in innovation mm -hmm. that stimulates innovation but what if he is working with people who like things to remain the way they are right is how it has always been why do you want to change it it has worked for us over the last 20 years why do you want to change it this is how we have always been doing things. Why do you want to change it? Like there are people till tomorrow who don't believe that hybrid is anything good, even when it has positives. There are people who were mad that people had to go home for online work 
all right and the moment corona showed that it has gone they want them to return so there is that issue of tradition there are people who are just traditionally based who right. don't want nothing to change okay so that's another challenge that you have there um uh, the other thing that I, I will bring out here is uh the issue of positive working relationships mm -hmm. sometimes that could be a challenge for a leader as well there are people who are just so introverted they don't give a crap about others just allow me to come to work do my thing and get out nobody should ask me any questions that's how you... i am positive by avoiding people <laughs> <laughs> just give me the papers give me the pen give me the tools leave me alone yeah right you don't look like an introvert <laughs> <laughs> well, you are a very outgoing introvert. Let me put it that way. So, <laughs> so I've, I've, been, be... I've been there, done that. So yeah. I know exactly what, how well, that feels yeah. and how that, you know. So I'm you know. intentionally learning to, you know, mm -hmm. use my positive um, eyes, the, the eye side of me. I'm trying to, to like shape it and make it serve me instead of letting my sea dominate me and keep me away from the places I'm supposed to be and the people I'm supposed to be like you, um, Dr. Rukewe and Sir Adegoke. And you know what? This is not my favorite time of the show because we are running up and we are yeah. going to close up soon. And we are looking at those potential challenges, um, Sir Adegoke, um, to building a workplace culture that's positive. Did you want to speak into that, sir? Well, finally, i just like to say that... Uh, um, workplace culture you know there, there must be you know that evidence of leadership support you know um if um any of these staff employees they drop the ball you know uh, it shouldn't be an environment where there's victimization oh yeah yeah um let people know that you know yes you know you, you can you can you can drop the ball, but there's mm. always a second chance. Yeah, oh, yeah, there's always a second chance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. I like how you say there shouldn't be any victimization. Let employees know they can drop the ball. I was speaking with somebody recently who was sharing about um, um, a, a boss at the workplace that actually would say things like you make a mistake and he would say things like even in to the hearing of others, you know, and it, it's it's so demoralizing. Like, I'm just like, does he want to keep anybody there at all? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, so we are drawing um, our curtains on this um, episode of The Leader's World. Um, what has your journey been, um, Dr. Rukewe, your journey of leadership? How has it been for you? And what would be your final words to our audiences? There are people who would come here and watch it and share it with others just because they heard your wisdom. What would you tell them about your journey? And what would you would be your final words as far as this show today? Okay, um, well, my journey is, I would say, it's, it's almost a Hollywood movie. It's almost a Hollywood movie of its own. Ooh. But um uh what i could say is by the grace of god like apostle paul said by the grace of god i am what i am i have seen i have seen that leadership was something god gave to me and i have countless life experiences to prove that and i'm not going to go into that because of time but i have seen that 
my leadership journey, the summary of it is God has led me every step of the way, has brought me to people, connected me to people, and then connected me to the John Maxwell team. And now today he's connecting me to these two lovely souls together with your husband, Ralph. So that is it about my leadership journey. Time wouldn't permit me, and the viewers should please permit me. I don't want to take up all the time. But what I will say is, um, like Dr. John Maxwell will say, leadership is influence. Nothing more, nothing less, which means that anybody can lead. You don't have to have a fancy title. You don't have to be the boss of a company. You don't have to head an organization. At least you have a family. And at least there is somebody that is a friend who looks up to you. If you are influencing someone, you are already a leader. And because of that alone, invest in your leadership growth. And that is all I'm going to end on. Thank you so much. You heard Dr. Rukewe. Invest in your leadership growth. Mic drop. <laughs> Invest in your leadership growth. Mic drop. Sir, I dig okay. There are people that are going to come here to just watch this because they know you or because they heard one thing you said in the previous uh, broadcast or because they started and they were like, oh, who's this guy? And they just, what would be your final words to them? And maybe you want to tell us a little bit about your journey and then what would be your final words to them? Well, I'm, I'm, I just want to celebrate uh, Susan and also uh, Rukewe as well for sharing the nuggets. I, I, I say that... Uh, both of you have really shown your pedigree and uh, what you stand for. And I, I believe that there's so much that's about to, you know, be revealed, you know, positive things in your life. So thanks for giving yeah. me the platform to share. Um, well, I'm just work in progress. I'm uh, a learner and uh, still, <laughs> still learning continuously. Uh, I, I believe that also um, just be yourself you know um you know we you know we always want to present our best you know but uh, <laughs> people can see through you you know what you do. <laughs> so <laughs> just be yourself <laughs> so that's it yeah yeah ah okay that's it though yes. <laughs> so well, listen sir a day okay just told you he, he just listen this is my paraphrase calm down okay just mm, calm down okay calm down chill just be yourself and we'll see you in the next episode thank you for your corporate and personal needs ladies world institute changing